0: Welcome to the Midlife Chaos Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Michelle, a certified life and relationship coach, and I am so excited that you are here. The Midlife Chaos is for all of us facing midlife and wondering how the heck did I get here and where the flip am I going? Here we will talk about all the things that chaos brings. No topic is off the table, so join me on this adventure as we navigate the Midlife Chaos. Happy New Year! 2023 taught me and opened my eyes of love and acceptance and understanding in so many ways and areas of my life. But through that, it also taught me or showed me some weaknesses, insecurities, and real issues that either I was not aware of or I have been avoiding. So what am I leaving in 2023? What no longer serves me? It doesn't have to be a negative thing learn from the lesson, and move on. What am I looking forward to in 2024? Growth. Years ago, I attended a leadership training. Um, It's called Wood Badge, and it's put on through the Boy Scouts. And if you know what that means, I'm a fox, obviously. But one of the real takeaways for me was a process called Start, Stop, Continue. So basically, at the end of an event or an activity, the final step is to analyze how it went. And you... You know, get together with everybody and you th- talk about the things like what things would we start or do differently? What would we stop or not do next time? And then lastly, what went well and what would we continue doing at the next activity? As I was coming up with my list of resolutions for this year, or really just taking a look at my life and how I wanted to see it at the end of 2024, I wanted to ask myself those same questions. Similar questions would be, what do I need to implement to make some of these goals a reality? What is no longer serving me? And what is working well that I want to continue doing? This year in my coaching business and here on the podcast, I'm going to use those same questions to guide the direction of discussions. I talk about the top five things that may cause a midlife chaos, you know, relationships, health, finances, faith, and of course, sex. So let's take a look at how we can grow in those areas this year. So relationships. The main thing that I want to focus on with relationships are to prioritize and connect. And this would be all different types of relationships and we've talked about that in the past. Our relationships with our partners, with our kids, our parents, our siblings, our friends, all the different relationships. So my focus this year is to prioritize and to connect in those relationships. Health let me guess. You want to lose weight, right? First of all, there is great peace once you can accept your body the way it is. But I get it. We aren't as young as we used to be. So my question for you is why? Why are you wanting to lose the weight? Is it because of a magic number on the scale? Or is it something more specific like you have an event that you're going to and need to fit into a particular outfit? Or you know there'll be pictures taken somewhere? Or you're hoping to or maybe you're avoiding running into so-and-so. I think sometimes we have this unachievable goal of, I want to lose weight, but what does that even mean? Is it a certain number of pounds, a certain size, a specific outfit, or is the goal to get more healthy? How are you measuring that? My health goal this year is to increase my water and eat more protein. I'm guessing with implementing those two things, I'll lose weight just because. I am one of those that as soon as you tell me I can't eat something, that is the one thing I want. So I also know that I am not willing to give up drinking Coke. But by default, if I'm drinking more water, I will not be as thirsty for so much Coke. So once I tell myself I can't have that Coke, then that's all I want, so I'm not going to restrict myself. That would be a scarcity mindset. And I am living in abundance. I can have whatever I want. I'm choosing to drink the water first and then let as much of whatever I want come after. Also, I know I need to increase my protein. I'm not giving up carbs or snacks, I'm choosing to be more mindful of what I am eating by way of setting a priority. Even in my salads, I love a good salad. I love all the veggies, I love the different colors and textures and tastes, and I often find myself eating these salads without any protein because that's just what I prefer but by being more mindful of the goal to eat more protein, I can add eggs or meat or beans and even have more nutrients without giving anything up. Another idea of health would be our mental, emotional, and physical health. So what goals can be set to be more healthy in those areas? Okay, the next thing would be finances. There are a lot of programs out there, Pinterest, TikTok, a quick Google search can get you on your way to a budget system envelopes to use cash or set aside money for the holidays or a bigger purchase. But again, in this area, I would ask you to be specific. What are you saving for? A goal amount, an event, a particular item, or are you just saying, oh, I need to save money? I love the idea of a no spend month. One, it makes us more mindful of where our money is going. And two, it's a nice way to let people know that you aren't spending money when you're being asked out. I mean, it can be embarrassing to say no to things. I totally get that. When we're saying no to something because we can't, or we can't afford something, it is a lot harder than just saying no to something because we're choosing to say no to something. Lunch out this week? Sorry, I'm doing a no spend this month, but maybe you can come to my house and I'll make us lunch. Or how about I bring lunch to you? Or we can bring lunch to the park, wherever. A phrase I heard this week is, I am too poor to be cheap meaning I am done getting by. I am done buying the cheaper version. You know as well as I do that when we buy the cheaper version, we end up buying that item over and over again. Either it wears out or it breaks, and we end up spending way more than the original anyways. So I say no more. Take your time to purchase the things you really want. Go for the better quality. You will take care of it more and it will last longer. You can also do a no spend on just certain items. Clothes. Candles. Okay, that one's easy. No, really, you just spent a bunch on winter smells for the holidays. Use those up before you want to buy more for spring. I mean, it isn't even time to start filling our homes with florals and citrus, right? Uh, You could do a no spend on Amazon. How about books? This one pains me, but I do have a stack of books waiting to be read and a bunch in my Audible. I am committing to get through those before I purchase something new. But I am loving so many people posting on social media looking for suggestions. You could do a no spend at the drive-thru. This is a good idea as far as leveling up. Instead of hitting the quick go-to, save the dollars for a nice sit-down something. Go for the experience instead of the convenience. The next area would be our faith. This is one that I've struggled with this year. I am in a place of trying to see where it is exactly that I fit in. And the more that I question and the more that I'm open to new ideas, it brings me back to where I've always been. Unfortunately, my struggle is in the traditions and culture of an organization and not the doctrine itself. And this year, I am really hoping to be more aware of what is causing those negative feelings that I have and put them in their proper place. I also want to show others that the true doctrine of Christ is love for all God's children and to continue breaking some of those traditions and allow room to explore other ways to worship. So this year, I will dive more into a study program of scripture and I will continue to strengthen my relationship with my Heavenly Mother and the Divine Feminine. And of course, sex. This can mean so many different things for everyone. My mission is to help women understand that sex can be amazing. It is not something only for the man. It is not something to be shamed. It is a God-given gift to us. It is beautiful and connecting and can be healing and sacred. Ladies, this is the year that we are getting rid of our good girl syndrome. You know that good girls don't do that kind of thing and we certainly don't enjoy it or long for it, right? We're also going to recognize that we are not broken just because we struggle in this area. We are going to understand our bodies and what brings us pleasure, and we are going to learn to go after what we want, and we are going to learn how to express to our partners how we feel pleasure and how to guide them to reach that pleasure together. So personally, how does this look? First of all, I am not a big, like, vision board kind of gal. I can totally appreciate its place. I see it as this big idea board, and it isn't really measured until you see yourself living that dream. You know, the car, the house, the vacation, like we don't realize we've achieved that goal until we look back and say, oh my gosh, this is it. This is my vision board. I'm actually in the middle of it. But I do definitely believe in manifesting those things to come to you. So as far as making life adjustments and setting goals, I think vision boards are an easy way to get discouraged, and that is where I see a lot of people just give up. We want the big idea, but those are usually the ones that take the most work and don't happen in just a year's time. We need to be setting smaller, achievable goals, and then I personally believe that we need to be celebrating those wins. Small steps lead to those big things happening, and we need to find those opportunities to celebrate and that keeps the momentum moving to eventually accomplish the big idea. Also, I think setting some fun just because goals are awesome too. One of my goals this year is to play my ukulele more. I wanna set up a practice program and then set a goal to perform at some point this year. I'm also wanting to learn Italian to get ready for my birthday trip in two years. One of Taylor's goals this year is to do her middle splits. She can do each side, but she wants to learn how to do the middle ones. And she's also decided that she wants to learn how to use chopsticks. How fun are those goals? But my main goal this year is to minimalize and downsize. So being one of seven kids, or maybe it was just the way that my mom was raised, we never threw away towels or sheets. Towels mainly because we could use them for camping. But I already have a stash of camping towels. Or they would become pool towels, but we have specific pool and swimming towels. And then they eventually become rags, or car wash rags mainly. But I cannot even tell you the last time I washed my car by hand. And it has been years since my kids were involved in some sort of car wash fundraiser. I am aware that many animal shelters will take my ratty used towels though, so I can pass them on to there. And I kind of see the evolution of towels kind of like our underwear. The good towels become pool towels, become camping towels, then rags. Ladies, am I right? We have our good panties, the date night ones, right? Then we have the everyday workout ones or the laundry day ones. Then finally our period panties. But guess what? This is the year to take back our panty drawer and get rid of the rags. It is time to level up. And in this way, I also mean our bras. Why do you have a stash of ill-fitting, not flattering at all, that they don't even fit bras? On the other hand, why do we have those cutesy bras that we bought on a whim, maybe we bought them for a special occasion many years ago, and they either don't fit anymore or we just don't wear that kind of thing often enough? Can I challenge you to go through that lingerie drawer and revive it? Bring those beautiful special occasion pieces back to life. And if they don't fit, chuck them. And who said that we just have to wear a solid color anyways? Moms, who said we could only wear white bras? Boring. I say set a day this week to wear something racy under your matronly uniform. See how that makes you feel throughout the day. Are you embarrassed? Are you feeling naughty? Maybe a little spicy? Does it maybe ignite a little passion in your day? The other thing i am clearing out this year is all those email subscriptions did you maybe sign up to get that 15 percent off coupon for that one-time purchase three years ago i feel like with the holidays the emails were non-stop with all the deals and honestly the deals weren't even that great and i noticed that i was receiving emails from companies i barely even remember purchasing anything from in years i'm a little overwhelmed so i'm clearing out that clutter I'm also trying not to purchase things that I do not need this year. So I have deleted the subscriptions to those websites that are a trigger for me. So I'm sad to say Kate Spade's got to go this year, but I know next year I can re-sign up. And the beauty of resolutions or making changes is that it doesn't have to be permanent. It is also not a punishment. I can go to my girl Kate's website anytime I want. I just don't need access in my face every day via text and email. So yes, I really am trying not to buy more stuff. We have been clearing the clutter at my house. Trunk loads of just things that we do not need or use are getting loaded up and taken out. The kicker for us is the reality of dread that overcomes us at the thought of moving, if we ever needed to move. We have just one kiddo at home, I need to stop shopping for groceries like I have a house full of teenagers eating non-stop. And that is a hard habit to break. I also realized that I could get a phone call today to completely decorate a wedding this weekend with whatever I have on hand, and it would be amazing. Years of girls camp and youth activities have prepared me for that. <laughs> you want to start an art camp but have no supplies? Stop on by. You want to take up canning as one of your New Year's resolutions? Got it. I think one of my other problems is I am really, really good at buying all the things to start a new project, idea, or whatever endeavor, right? Will I see it through? Maybe. But whether I did or I didn't, I will hold on to it. I also have a prepper mindset in that I am just sure that I will need or maybe I can use that thing when the crap hits the fan, so I hold on to everything. So I am not buying anymore just because. I am really going to be more mindful of what I'm using and what I have. And then donate or toss what I don't need anymore. So if you're like me, that salt scrap you've been waiting to use in the shower, use it up or gift it to someone who could use the pick-me-up. This also goes for those fancy little dip packets. Okay, I cannot be the only one that buys those cute dip mixes at the farmer's market or specialty store, and then it just sits in my pantry waiting for the right occasion. Then the right occasion comes along, like maybe a woman's night or a ladies' lunch, and you forget you even have it. You go buy something else to make, and then the packet still sits there. And if you're not having ladies' lunches or women's nights out, this is the year to start doing that. Something that I started doing years ago when we were throwing things out to get ready for a move was to take pictures. I had been holding on to things out of guilt or just because I thought I was supposed to. But I took pictures of those things and then I was able to sell, donate or toss those items and still have the fun memory. Do I ever look at those pictures to this day? Not really. So that just proves the point that that thing wasn't really that important to me. I just had those feelings of guilt attached to it. So many things we hold on to for feelings that have nothing to do with us. And I'm not doing that anymore this year. I have a bag sitting in my kitchen right now mainly because I just haven't taken it out yet. But every so often, one of the kids goes by and they'll grab something out of it. And they're like, mom, this is nice. Why are you getting rid of it? And I'm like, I know, I just love it. I just don't have any need for it anymore. And I love how less cluttery areas of my home are becoming. The anxiety is leaving and it's just becoming more peaceful overall. So I will admire that super cute thing at the store and I will love it from afar. If I keep coming back to it time after time, then maybe I will know that I just need to have it. I will not, however, pass up a super fabulous hot pink or sparkly something that is calling out to me. I just bought a hot pink satin skirt last week. Where will I ever wear it? I don't know, probably nowhere. But it brings me joy looking at it in my closet. And that is what I want my home to feel like. When I look at my stuff, I want it to bring me joy. I will also keep collecting my little instruments. (laughs) Taylor's Christmas gift to me this year was she brought home from Spain the flamenco castanets, those little hand clappers. We have had so much fun with those this week. Oh my heart, I just love them. It was the perfect gift to bring me home from her travels. But I can appreciate the things I love more because I'm not having to look past all the other stuff to enjoy it. So we are doing more in 24. We are going to make big changes through little steps. We're going to be more mindful of what we are doing and why, and we are going to put a focus on us. I firmly believe that when we can become our best selves, we show up so much better for those around us. I have big plans in the work this year for the business, one of which is to be more interactive on the podcast. I'm all about bringing people together and having discussions, and I cannot do that if I'm just blabbing to myself behind a microphone. And so for that reason, I want more guests. I want to hear what you have to say. I want an actual discussion of those things that are hot topics and maybe creating our midlife chaos, right? So if you have something to say, if you have an area that you are passionate about, if you just want to be part of a lively chat, let me know. I cannot wait to see what we can create together. Thank you for listening to the midlife chaos. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. I sure would appreciate that. And of course, don't forget to subscribe. So you never miss a new episode. If you want to see what else we are up to check out my Instagram at the midlife chaos or join our Facebook group, midlife chaos VIPs.